G'day, welcome along to another sermon from Good News Christian Church in Howrah, Tasmania, Australia. I'm Bernard Kane, I'm the pastor. Get in touch sometime at goodnewschristianchurch.org or why not come by one Sunday morning. For now, here's the sermon. Our Father God in heaven, we thank you right now for Christmas. We thank you that away in a manger many, many years ago, something wonderful happened that continues to change our lives today. Baby Jesus arrived into the world in a stable and he slept in a manger. He was adored by shepherds and wise men and even angels and all your people down the years, all the way down to us today, this Christmas. God, would you help us to pause now and really notice and pay attention to that wonderful Christmas story for our benefit today, please. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Right, I just want to get a bit of a fix on where all the kids are in the room. Spread right throughout the room. Look at them everywhere. It's wonderful to have you here this morning, kids, especially if you're not usually at our church. It's lovely to see you. Welcome to you, especially. Oh, if I go, yeah, that's not going to work, is it? I'll just have to stay back here. Don't get too close to the kids on that side of the room. You're out of reach. There we go. That's all right. You'll be able to hear me and I'll be able to hear you. Um, now, I have a question for you, but it's one for you to think about, not put your hand up for um, just at this point. And the question is this, how has your Christmas morning gone so far this morning? I don't want to hear it, actually. It might, you know, maybe it's gone really well. That's great, isn't it? I wonder if, has it gone to plan? Maybe it's, uh, maybe everything has fallen into place very neatly. Um, uh, so some of us very much like Christmas to go to plan, don't we? And uh, are some of us like this? We really like Christmas to go to plan, like really like it to go to plan. And uh, we've made up our minds beforehand, in advance, how it's going to work. And uh, maybe we made the plan or maybe uh, someone explained the plan to us, mum or dad, and, uh, and then we asked them five minutes later what the plan was for Christmas and what time it was going to happen and uh, where we were going, which presents we were going to be able to open it at which times and, and who gets up at what time and how to keep busy if we woke up too early. And then we asked four minutes later and eventually, then we asked dad and dad said, go and ask your mother and your mum's, you know what I mean, you know how it goes. So some of us love everything, everything had to be tidied, the mess had to be muddled away over the past few weeks or perhaps past few days or at least this morning. Uh, we've made up our minds about how Christmas can be really magnificent and we tried to, uh, to stick to that. Now others of us, now not, we're not all like that, others of us um, we don't really make up our minds about how it's going to go. We make it up as we go along. And the mess, well, honestly, can you really clean up all of the mess? Really? Probably not. Um, uh, maybe you still don't have a plan. You don't quite know how you got here. Well, it's good to have you here as well. Um, and what will be, will be. And you'll roll with it no matter what. Uh, right now, here we are. And uh, someone will tell you where to be next, and that's good, and uh, you're perfectly content with that. Perhaps plans will change, someone unexpected will drop in, and, um, uh, and, and there's no sense overthinking it. Now, in a sense, to those people, I want to say, well done, because if this year has taught us anything, <laughs> it has taught us to hold our plans loosely, hasn't it? Others of us, um, uh, yeah. Now, uh, kids, let me sum up to you everything that I'm going to say in two sentences. Two sentences for you to be able to grasp what I'm saying nice and neatly. Firstly, Christmas, as in the real heart of Christmas in the Bible, Christmas isn't about me making up my mind 
to clean up the mess of my life or the mess in the world and make the world a better place. That's not really what Christmas is about, as much as we might try to clean up the mess at Christmas time. No, Christmas, in the Bible, Christmas is the message that God's Son came to save a messed up world and a messed up us, by the way, uh, by coming as a baby for Mary initially. Uh, So it's not about me making up my mind to clean up the mess in my life. It's about God's Son saving our messed up world, beginning right there with that story of Jesus and the baby and uh, the baby to Mary. Uh, now, uh, leave it, we'll get to the Bible in just a minute, um, uh, but what I want to do first is ask you something about cleaning up messes, uh, because what would you say, yeah, pop your hand up for this one. Actually, don't worry about popping your hand up, just call it out. Not just in your home, but what would you say on the world scale in the whole world has been the biggest mess this year? There, I suppose there are two potential answers, but I'm only looking for one. What has been the biggest mess? Someone start us off. Come on, people. The biggest mess that the world is still grappling with, trying to deal with. COVID. Thank you, Barry. Don't quite fit the kid category, but I'm glad you're here. Um, I was waiting and that's excellent. The biggest mess that we've had to clean up this year has been COVID. Now, so here's my question to you and uh, for this one, do pop your hands up and I'll try to, um, to, to get your input. Um, what are some of the things that we've had to do maybe or had to get or had to wear? I see some hands coming up. That's good. Keep them coming up. Things that we've had to do or get or wear to kind of manage this mess that is COVID or clean up the mess that has been COVID for the year that we've experienced? What are some of the rules that we've had to obey or things that we've had to do um, or wear or whatever? Uh, what are some of your ideas? What have, yep. Say again. Great. Yes. Hang on. I just need to put this microphone down. Yes, we've had to, whoa, we've had to wear masks, haven't we? Put them on. Some of us aren't, weren't living in some, does this even work? I don't know. This is terrible. I'm just going to take, there we go. Um, yes, some of us have been living in places where actually you've had to wear masks under certain circumstances for a while. Yes, masks, develop vaccines. I don't have a vaccine in my bag. Um, anything else? What else have we had to do to manage the mess that is COVID? Jesse, social distancing. That's right. So if I came around to be somewhere near you, I'd need to, hang on. Well, exactly, a metre and a half. It's actually quite a long way, isn't it? When you think about it, anyway, yes. So, uh, yes, social distancing, a metre and a half. What what else have we had to do? What measures, what have we made up our minds to get on and do to try and clean up the mess of COVID? Who's sick of sanitising their hands? Got some in here? Yes. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I have actually sort of... And it's great because at the supermarkets, they have those ones that spray. That's, you know the ones I mean? You put your hands in, they spray. At exactly like head height for children. <laughs> Why? Where do they come up with this stuff? Um, uh, yes, uh, anything else? Uh, what about, uh, what else have we got here? So um, some of you have been affected by this kind of a, this kind of a thing. 
no travel, no planes. Well, I'm glad that some of you have made it on the... Who, who had to deal with a bit of this this year? Oh, my goodness. It's good to be here in person, isn't it? We're very fortunate to be able to even do church on Christmas Day. Anything else? What else have we had to do to manage the mess? Yeah, uh, yes, sir. Right, yes. And initially when we came back to church, we, we didn't, just to be cautious, the government hadn't given a ruling on it, but yes, absolutely. Um, we've seen a lot of this this year. Goodness me. Actually, this needs to make its way back to the cleaning cupboard at some point. We're going to need that a bit later. Um, okay, what a pain it's been. But we made up our mind, we made up our mind that if we're going to fix this mess that our world's got into and make it a better place, then that's what we've got to do. Those are the things that we had to do uh, and have to keep doing, by the way. We made up our mind. Now, friends, I'm so, th- let me just say, because I don't want to come across as cynical, I am so thankful that we got in and did it. Well done. It was a pain. It continues to be a pain. Um, and uh, the mess of COVID, thanks partly to that, partly I think just to the mercy of God, has not hit us here as hard as it has and continues to in all sorts of other parts of the world. But can I say this? You can't fix every problem just by making up your mind, popping on a mask, firing up Microsoft Teams. It won't fix every muddle and clean up every mess. So let's take a look at our Bibles. It'll come up on the screen behind me so that you can read along um, with me. And just take another look at the Christmas story because I think this is an example where making up our minds doesn't actually fix everything. Because I think it's fair to say, uh, well, Joseph's life was a bit of a mess. Uh, Actually, you can't quite see the first letter of those words, but we'll be right, um, the first letter of those lines, that's okay. Uh, It's fair to say, Joseph's life was a mess, not a COVID mess, but it was certainly a muddle, as we're about to see. He thought Mary was having a baby, which she was having a baby, but he, uh, but a baby to a different dad, because he knew he wasn't the dad. There was no other dad. That's the the secret that he wasn't quite in on. Um, Now, what's he going to do? So, his life's a mess. What's he going to make up his mind to do? They're not officially married yet. This is such a muddle. Should he maybe send Mary away? Is that what he should do? It's time, do you see, for Joseph to make up his mind and mend this mess. Uh, This is from Matthew chapter 1, which Fiona read to us before. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he made up his mind, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. He made up his mind. But you see, if he went and did that, if he'd broken up with Mary, if he'd cleaned up his marriage and sanitised his hands of her, he'd have missed what Christmas was really all about. The message of Christmas isn't for us to make plans to manage the mess in our lives, it is to listen, what, listen to what God has to say because God says Christmas is all about His Son who came to save. That's the second thing. Uh, now, you can imagine uh, Joseph, he went to bed last night, he had a plan for how his next day was going to go, just like us. We went to bed last night, we had a plan for how the day was going to go for it to be uh, as best as it possibly could. Joseph went to bed, 
with a plan in mind, his alarm was set, his plan for the day was all locked, break things off with Mary. Um, And then we read in Matthew a little bit further on, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Do you see what Christmas is all about? From the words of the angel there to Joseph, Christmas isn't about men making up their minds, Christmas is about God's Son coming to save, which is much better news. God made up His mind. I want to be with you, God with us at the end, and I want to save you. I want to save my people from their sins there in the middle. Are you ready, Joseph? Are you listening? Are you willing to put it into practice? Friends, and I guess I say this to kids and adults together, I just wonder... If sometimes we get so caught up, you know, in our plans, in our minds, uh, so made up at Christmas that we miss God's wonderful words to us at Christmas time. I think we try so hard at Christmas time to kind of manage everything and make everything just so and and, uh, make up our mind to do it right and keep it together because I wonder if we do that partly because deep down we know we're a bit of a mess. Even the best and the happiest times in the world, even Christmas, often can have quite a a murkiness just lurking beneath the surface that sort of bursts out sometimes, even on Christmas Day. It's it's true for kids, isn't it? It's true for grown-ups, isn't it? And it's true for everyone. And we do our level best to make up our minds to keep it together and put the mess aside for one day. But God says, look, at Christmas time, actually, Joseph, I know your life's a mess, And I'm here as baby Jesus to save my people from the mess in their lives and to bring them to me. So lastly, what's he going to do? Let's let's have a look here. What's he going to do, poor old Joseph? Uh, Well, he shows us that the Christmas message is even better than a made-up mind. And he did a couple of different things, actually, in these verses. Let's read them now. Uh, When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife, but he didn't consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. Joseph changed his mind about Christmas when he heard the word of God to him. And kids, uh, I want to say to you, perhaps today will be a merry day like a really happy day full of wonderful things and I actually, that is my hope for you. Christmas is a time of such delight and wonder and joy and I hope that is what today is for you and already has been. Um, It may be a merry day or maybe it will be a messy day in one way or another and you'll kind of get to wondering where all the merry went. I want to remind us all that the message of Christmas tells us that Jesus came to mend our mess He came to meet us in our mess and make our muddled up world merry, not just for one day of the year, but forever and with Him. I wonder if we'll hold on to that today. 
when we really need it. Let's pray. Our Father God in heaven, we thank you for merry, happy, lovely times at Christmas. We thank you for people who love us and who make us laugh and smile. We thank you for food that delights us and brings joy to our bodies. We thank you for things that excite us and people we love to be around. And most especially, oh God, we thank you for the God who came to save us and be with us. Jesus, God saves. Emmanuel, our God, with us. Father, may we cling to that today. May your message make our lives different, especially if things sort of start to fall apart a little bit at some stage today. May we remember and may we remind the people around us that what matters about Christmas isn't humans making up their minds about how things ought to be, but God's Son coming among sinners to save us. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well well done, kids. I've actually got a few extra words to the grown-ups, and what I might do is put this microphone down and, uh, and move to the lectern. Just a few things to very quickly extend, really, that same sort of concept to the grown-ups and adults uh, amongst us. Uh, grown-ups, I just, um, just want to extend that a little bit further because I do think that the tendency that we have to tidy up our lives... And we see that reflected in all sorts of ways today and this week and uh, and this time of year, tidy up our homes, uh, tidy up our act in in one way or another, especially as we come to New Year's and think about New Year's resolutions and all of that kind of thing, our habits, our ruts, ourselves. Uh, I think the Christmas drive to tidy up our lives does subtly threaten to kind of invade our spiritual walk with Jesus at Christmas time. What do I mean by that? Don't misunderstand me. Look, the gospel absolutely changed Joseph's life. It meant change in his life. It meant, in a sense, tidying up uh, his life. Although, let's have a look at some of those verses again, because Joseph, well, he lived a tidy, respectable life uh, beforehand, before this mess came along. Let's very quickly look at verses 18 and 19 again. I'll I'll read them to you. I think they might come on the screen. Where we read, this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet didn't want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. Let's just pause there and reflect on just Joseph for a moment and this plan that he's got. I'll break things off with Mary, but I'll do it just so. Uh, Let me ask it like this. Were Joseph to sit down at his metaphorical sort of Christmas lunch with his extended family without Mary? So imagine Mary's out of the picture. He's sitting down there and I know this like historically I've got it the wrong way around, but imagine that he's sitting down to Christmas lunch with his siblings there with his parents there, with Mary out of the picture, and his siblings are all there, of course, you know how it is, with their perfect little families and their lovely lives, and they've they've all rocked up with their annual family newsletters, haven't they? Glowing pictures and all of the rest. Could Joseph hold his head up high this year? I want to say, in a sense, I think he could, because he's been a noble man under difficult circumstances. I think he could. He made up his mind both in terms of courage to do what is right, but compassion as well, so as not to uh, shame Mary uh, overly or unnecessarily. And in fact, I'd want to say where he lands after the 
encounter with the angel Gabriel, verse 24, where he lands actually would have meant a far messier life for Joseph, don't you think? A far messier life for Joseph moving forward. I mean, it's all very well, Joseph had it from the authority of heaven, an angel came to him and appeared and told him what had really gone on with Mary and, and, and what, what uh, he ought to do and change his mind and change he did. But let's not imagine that the conversation around his metaphorical Christmas table went quite so smoothly after verse 24, yeah? Verse 24, when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and he took Mary home as his wife, but he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. I think Joseph was staring down the barrel of a very messy life indeed, wasn't he? In terms of how he's perceived... Friends, we live real lives that get really messy sometimes. And just being a Christian or just putting your faith in Jesus doesn't just fix it. The message of Christmas isn't that you will automatically have a tidy life. It isn't, the message of Christmas isn't that you really ought to tidy up your life before you come to Jesus, no. It's not that you need to make up your mind and hold your head up high to, to mum and dad or the siblings or, or whatever else. No, the message of Christmas, can we cling to this, is that Jesus means to mend the mess in our lives. He means to save us from our sins. He means to bring us back to God. Jesus is the message of Christmas. And those may not be the ingredients for a, for a tidy Christmas. In fact, it might make our life a bit messier might cause us to confront some of the mess. But those are the ingredients for a Merry Christmas in the long run. Let's pray. Our Father God in heaven, we really do marvel at your strange and messy and risky-looking ways in this world. You chose to enter the world with this young family, with this complicated story with an almost bust up and yet with an unwavering, unchanging, constant heart to meet with us in mercy, to come near to us and mend us. Father, may that be our comfort. May that be our rock today, whatever comes, be it merry or messy. And may it also prove our message as perhaps people around us are dealing with some mess in their lives May we be a blessing to them or perhaps as things in, in the lives around us get a bit untidy one way or another today, may we bring, may we embody that message of a God who draws close and who spares sinners to your glory. And in Jesus' name we ask it. Amen.